Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode number six. I believe this is episode number six. Kenzie, is that right? I, I think yeah, so. Yeah, episode number six of our podcast. And we've got some exciting news t- for you today. Not only do we have a great guest, somebody that you're going to find interesting and provide you a lot of value, but we also are coming to you through new equipment. And a new room. We have a new studio, which is really exciting. Yeah, Mindfire Studio, huh? The na- Literally. Yeah, the name works Mindfire in multiple studio. places. So I'm, I'm over here looking at Mackenzie. She's got a, um, a head, set of headphones on. She's talking into a new Heil, I think it's pronounced Heil, uh, Heil Pro mic. And uh, it looks pretty sweet. We're going to put some pictures up on our blog and probably on our Facebook page. So you'll be able to check that out. The point of all of that is, though, to continue bringing high-quality content and information that's going to help you market build and sell multi-channel campaigns. So hopefully you'll notice the difference and it will continue to add value to your listening experience. That's one thing. The other good piece of news is we're soon moving to iTunes. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Yeah, that's going to be exciting. And uh, all of those episodes will be available there. We got a lot of comments, Mackenzie and I, about, hey, how do I subscribe? I want to be able to listen to this while I'm running, working out. Uh, Lots of working out, yeah, people, a lot which of, I like. That's good. I like that. Yeah. 2016 is the year of health. Yeah, maybe it'll go down after January and February. No, don't, no, no, okay, no. no. <laughs> so, yeah, we're moving to iTunes. You can be able to subscribe to us there as well as um, a few other places where you can uh, get us on your mobile device and we can be with you wherever you go. So we're looking forward to that and hopefully that will continue to bring you value as well. So today's guest, Mackenzie, you want to tell us a little bit about who's joining us today? Yes. So we're really lucky. Uh, Today we have Jason, who's actually an employee here in MindFire. So you're going to get to hear um, who he is at MindFire, what his role is. And he works with a lot of customers and people just like you, service providers. And because he does that, we get a lot of insight from him. He gets to share with us um, a bunch of challenges and needs and the ways that our customers are addressing them. Yeah. And before we move into the interview, I just want to say one thing, you know, as Mackenzie and I have put together this podcast, we've tried to be really careful and intentional about bringing you high value content that is not salesy. We're not trying to sell you anything here per se, um, but we're trying to educate and inform. And so we were a little bit on the line about, you know, bringing mm-hmm. Jason on, bringing somebody internal on, right, Mackenzie? Yeah. But Jason is is a great resource for our customers, for our, our prospects, our, our family members in the Mindfire family. And the stuff that he sees, the vantage that he has within within the Mindfire organization is of value to you. And so we're bringing this episode to you today in the hopes that you gain some insight about the types of things that others are doing with multi-channel marketing automation and that maybe it sparks some ideas for you. So I know we just want to be very careful about that line. We want to make sure that this information that we're providing you is high value content. Um, so so I hope you enjoy today's, today's session. Yeah, and by the way, whether or not you have... Mindfire Studio or another marketing automation platform or another integrated marketing campaign platform. It doesn't really matter. You know, these are at the end of we'll the day, still we're love using, you. Yeah, we do still <laughs> love you, but um, these are just a tool to solve challenges Absolutely. that your customers have. Right. And so if you're hearing other people who have challenges and needs and campaigns that are just like you, um, any insight that they're providing or any, um, you can maybe hear some creative ideas and go take that to your customers. So yeah, thank you, Dave, for saying that. Because we do want to be clear, this isn't a sales pitch. Um, we just want to bring you high value, straight to the point content. Absolutely. Love it. So without further ado, let's jump right in and talk to Jason. Let's do it. All right. So with that, welcome, Jason. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your role here in MindFire and how long you've been with the company and, and what you do. Sure. And uh, well, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I've been here at MindFire for just under five years now. Currently, I lead the QA department, um, facilitating product testing, releases, bug fixes, 
as well as 24-7 monitoring of uptime of studio marketing automation platform. Um, I also consult with clients on higher level implementation and integration needs. Awesome. And not to put you on the spot, but just out of curiosity, what's your favorite aspect of your job or your role within the company? You know, number one, I got to say, is solving challenges. Um, just love coming up with new and unique ways to meet the needs of our clients. You know, Jason, one of the questions we ask all of our guests is what they're like outside of work, who they are behind the curtain, so to speak. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who who are you outside of Mindfire? Maybe family, hobbies, that type, that type of thing? Um, I was born and raised in Southern California, uh, Fullerton to be exact. Um, been married for just over a year and a half. No kids yet, but hopefully next year in 2017. Ooh, get ready, man. You're going to um, be an amazing dad. You're going to be an amazing dad. I told you that yesterday, but I really mean it. I'm not so sure about that, though, Jason. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I used to be a chef, but now I love to cook as a hobby. And for my wife, um, she loves that. And uh, last but not least, uh, I would say I'm an avid sportsman. I love uh, football, Green Bay Packers and my team there, and then the Ducks hockey and uh, the Angels baseball. So that's kind of a little bit about me. The idea behind this is I know that you obviously work with our customers on a daily basis, and many of our listeners fall into the same category. So they're either print service providers or marketing service providers, or they work at agencies, and they often probably experience the same sort of challenges or hear their customers talking about the same sort of challenges. And so I figured that would be a great um, idea to have you come in here and share some of the creative ways that other service providers are using marketing automation to um, help their clients solve their challenges or solve their their goals and things like that. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. I I have one that comes to mind right away, um, one that we just um, probably experienced in the last month or so. Um, so we recently had a client that was tasked to uh, run a contest for one of their clients. The problem that they were running into and trying to solve is that they only wanted to allow the first 200,000 contacts through the microsite. The contact would submit a form, grab some data from the contact, as well as um, at the end of it all, they would receive a prize in the mail. So that was the first phase. Um, the second phase was based on the prize that they received. They wanted to actually receive some feedback from the, you know, the end contact that actually received that prize. And they wanted the contact to come back into the microsite, fill out some more um, survey questions, and um, it's more data on the, the product that they had sent out. The incentive for that second phase was to actually receive a $5 gift card, and they only wanted to give that to the first 5000 that came in and answered questions. So really, both phases actually required some sort of um, counter-type cutoff mechanism to facilitate you know, the award that was given to the contacts to the site. Jason, how did they cut off at that point? What was the way that they achieved that? So previously, um, within the within the platform, the customers have the ability to target or filter based on of uh, one person or one contact's behavior using the target audience feature. But we realized in some cases the filter should support all contacts cumulative behavior in the case of you know, in this use case. So to support this, we extended the target audience functionality um, recently to give them the ability to target and filter based on the behavior of many people. So this works well for the, you know this use case, sweepstakes, contests, or even to cut off at a, um, a registration app 
once a certain number has been met. Okay, you know what that reminds me of? I listened to Pandora. I don't know if any of our listeners listen to Pandora. And I don't have the upgraded version, and so I hear advertisements all the time. And I always hear like, oh, we're from HGTV. We're going to be flipping houses. And the first 500 people, we're going to train, and they're going to get these right. you know, these skills where they can do such and stuff and start flipping houses and become millionaires and be on HGTV. But it seems like that's sort of the same use case. Do you is, am, I, am I understanding that properly? Oh, definitely. That would do the exact same thing, just a different media, but on the same filter. Yep. So, Jason, as McKinsey said, a lot of our listeners are print service providers, and they're involved in the production of direct mail. And a portion of those, as you know, are high-volume direct mailers that are creating highly personalized and targeted direct mail pieces at scale to get folks to you know, do things, whatever the, the case might be, uh, follow up, pick up the phone, go to a landing page, etc., so can you tell us a little bit about how we're handling some of the needs of those types of companies and some of the use cases that you're seeing come out of that particular segment? Servicing these direct mail printers and whatnot and larger service partners, we realized that there was a need to support data. It was a little bit more temporary. There was a little bit more on the, um, I guess, on a case-by-case basis or a special offer or, or whatnot. So for example... You may want to have data that's based on a specific offer that you're giving to your client. Um, typically, this is something like maybe an APR that, um, that's going to change month to month. In order to support this, um, originally, you would have to create a custom field labeled maybe APR, and it would have that rate in that field. Now, say the next month, you want to offer another APR. Um, if you were to use the same field, obviously, you'd be writing over that previous number um, versus having both the different APRs to reference. So that that was the main problem that we were trying to solve is that, you know, there might be different offers given at a different time, but they might be running concurrently and you can't always um, update the same field. Out of curiosity, so let's say we've got that personalized data on the mail piece and somebody responds to a landing page, you know, via their personalized URL. Can we carry through that personalized content, that scheduled data through to the landing page and use it there to engage them on the website as well? Definitely. And that's what's cool about it is um, that's very useful in the cases of having these different offers because you might have somebody come in through January and they have one offer versus February, they have a different offer, but they might enter um, in February and you don't want them to see January's deal, right? You want them to see February's deal. So most definitely it will be, it will be updated in the, the microsite data as well. Jason, at the heart of marketing automation really is this notion that, you know, our customer and prospect data is the stuff that we're trying to enrich the thing that we're trying to derive maximum value out of for our sales team um, or people that are engaging our customers. And so I know that from within our customer base, data is a, is a very important thing. There's a lot of data flowing between different systems, third-party applications, outside data providers and such. And I'm just wondering, what do you see from your vantage and what are we doing to help folks with the volume of data that's just moving from uh, system to system and needs to interact with the marketing automation workflows. What are you seeing from your vantage point in that area? Yeah, so one of the biggest things we realize is that um, we can't always do that manually. It's something that we have to um, provide some automated way. 
meaning that um, you can't always assume that the client's going to be able to go get this data file, um, do something with it, manually log in the studio, go import it. Um, so one of the cool new features that we just recently added is um, an app called the Data Processor, which allows you to automate that import process into Studio, the data import process, versus manually having to go do this, you know, every day or every hour or whenever you get that data from your data source. Cool. So can you stop and just give um, a real-life example? So you're talking about bringing this data from one source and, and pulling it or pushing it into another, uh, maybe the marketing automation platform. Can you give us an example of what this would be in real life, you know, some sort of application or use case? Sure. I think the most predominant one would have to be um, uh, some sort of integration with the CRM. So most of our companies have a CRM that houses all their contacts. Um, it's typically not coming from, you know, purchase list or CSV nowadays. A lot of it's, um, hey, we've got this CRM and we want to bring all of our contacts into studio and we want to lead nurture them. Mm-hmm. So having them hosted elsewhere, um, they need an easy way to bring them into our platform as well as stay synced along the way. Um, typically speaking, normally you'd have to do some exports and then, you know, create some code that would communicate with our API to automate this process. But now having this data processor on your, on your canvas, all you need to do is spit, uh, pick a specific FTP folder where you're going to have this data sent to. And then based on some schedule or cron that you give it, they'll go pick up this data and import it in the studio manually or automatically for you without have that many Also, no custom development or API integration is necessary, as I mentioned. That's wonderful, Jason. And if people want to find out more about these features that you've mentioned, where where can they find out more information? Well, our support department first, of course. Um, we also have a great new help site, which uh, kind of details uh, new features and kind of step-by-step on some of these things and some cool um, real-world use cases. There's plenty of documentation and case studies that we provide as well um, that you know, highlight some of these efforts. But uh, last, but certainly not least, we also have a great set of on-site training that we offer now from technical all the way down to uh, sales. I know that, Mac, you're over there itching to talk about our new trainings, but I just wanted people to know our website is mindfireinc.com, and then the help site is available from the resources tab there, I think. Is that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what sound was that? I was like, I was, like, was going to say, mm-hmm, and then I was like, no, stop. <laughs> this is good. Keep this. No, don't. It is in the resources link? It is, yes. Awesome. All right. And so now I know you want to tell us about our new training. I do. I'm very excited about it. So, listeners, we do have a number of trainings available, both to current MindFire family members or clients, partners, um, but we also offer them to outside people. So one of the things that we've been realizing is that um, – you know, companies are experiencing the same challenges. So I know we've spoken about throughout these podcast episodes, we've brought in different experts who talk about how they build and they sell these marketing automation campaigns. Because for example, if you're a printer, you're obviously going to a completely different sale. You're you're moving away from that price per piece mentality and you're now doing a solution sale. And so a lot of times salespeople have some sort of barrier because, you know, they're not trained and they don't 
it's just not the same sale. And so what we thought is we would love to help equip you with the the knowledge and the tools on how to approach customers. First of all, who to approach within an organization because now it's not the print procurement person. It's it's someone else. Maybe it's a VP of marketing. I think CEO, as CC Smith um, said in one in her last in the last episode we had with her. Um, and then once you approach them, how do you present to them? What are you talking about? You know what what sorts of ways are you going to price these campaigns? Does that make sense, Steve? Yeah, it totally makes sense. So so tell us more about the specific packages that we offer. Cool. So we have a few. So the first one is a sales training, and you can buy that a la carte. Uh, if you are a MindFire family member, of course, you're going to get a discount. But if you um, have another solution, for example, out there and you sell these campaigns, you can also go through our training. The second one we have is uh, the marketing training. And so for people like me, um, as you guys listeners know I'm a marketer so I work at Mindfire I I run and and do all the marketing here and I know when I transitioned from a sales role into marketing I didn't know any of the best practices so what day of the week am I supposed to send an email should I send it at 6 a.m. or should I send it at 6 30 what's the flow you know should I send it every week every two weeks and so we decided to offer a training that spoke to these marketing executives and gave them the best practices and the tools and the know-how to go and internally market their own company. So that's the second one. Also offered to both MindFire family members as well as outside. Um, and so we're really excited about it because I think this is going to be a great way to be collaborative and work together in an industry that even though there's so many of us, it's nice to come together and learn from one another because we all have you know insight. And if we're all doing, let's say, a campaign in an education vertical, we can all learn from one another and, and, you know, come closer together as a community. And then, of course, our third package is for the campaign manager. So those are the men and women that are using MindFire Studio to actually build campaigns. That's something that we've offered for a long time. Our trainer, Adrian Marquez, has been offering that um, actually across the world. I think he's traveled overseas to Europe and other places to offer that training. We offer all of these at headquarters here, which is in sunny Irvine, California. Who said, doesn't want to come to California? Right, it's I know beautiful. it's beautiful right now. We had the the one week of El Nino, but that soon uh, kind of dissipated. I swapped my Uggs out for sandals, and I'm very excited. I don't even know what Uggs are, but any they're boots. They're boots? Yes. All right, good. <laughs> are you wearing them now? No, I have my sandals on because it's sunny. <laughs> so, anywho, guys, we want to see you out here if you're interested in learning more. Uh, that's what we're all about: providing you the material, the education. And of course, the software and the technology to build these types of campaigns. And so in closing, Jason, I just want to thank you for spending time with us and our listeners. If people want to reach out to you directly, um, we'll we'll provide a link in the show notes so that they can drop you a note and also leave you a comment on the blog post that's going to go along with this post. And so thank you for joining us today.